Hit it. Hey, how you doing? Hey, where you been? Three girls talking about a lot of love and sin. And there's someone sitting next to us. Who that freaking man? It's ooh, oh, oh, it's Keith. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Three Girls and One Keith. It's my turn to introduce a topic, and I want to talk about bombing. Oh, you would know about it. I never bombed. Oh, you know what? Shut it. <laughs> you bombed last night. <laughs> Keith's been on the scene for a long time. We like to replay him getting eliminated off Star Search. Um, yeah, when Amy has really a party, every we, party. We replay the moment where he gets eliminated from Star Search. And I can't say that anything brings me more delight. It feels um, right. Yeah, then her, and that that moment really is still hurts today. I know. And we do I, need I to didn't play see that. it, so can you explain it to me a little bit? Yeah, walk well, Bridget through I'm you getting eliminated you the, off Star the Search. The whole thing. It was, you know, I was arrogant, real were, arrogant. You were arrogant. <laughs> right. What are you now? I'm, <laughs> I'm better now. <laughs> I'm humbled now. Yeah, you were ready <laughs> to win. You were then. ready to take. I take knew home I was going to win. Yeah, I yeah. knew I was going to win it. And Dominic Miller at the time, he pulled me to the side and he said, yo, we can, you know, split the money or whatever. I'm like, split nothing, beat it. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, you know, like, no, thank Didn't you. Didn't you kick him right out of your dressing like, room? get out of here, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. And then for the hundred grand, what made me feel extra, like I definitely was going to win, was Al Sharpton was one of the judges. <laughs> I'm in. I'm like, I'm in. Oh, I, I do feel like whenever you, no you think stars. your own is going to have your back, like it's it never, never works, works out. Whenever I'm like, the Jews are going to approve. The girl approve. will get my back. Yeah. Nothing. You are not on your own. It's always the Jews quietly shuffling out in shame. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they see themselves in you and they yes. hate you. Yeah. So yeah. what happened, Keith? Well, I lost. Yes, That's what happened. Yes, you did. And if you want to watch Keith getting eliminated <laughs> from Star Search, just Google, I guess, what is it? Just Keith Robinson, Star, Star Search. Search, elimination. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it feels good. That's true. Um, now, Rachel Feinstein. Let's Ugh. get into her. Um, which is also the name of Rachel's Let's first film. <laughs> Rachel, you have uh, been on the road forever. And a story maybe that would be good would be talking about you when you went on before Tracy Morgan. Or no, after Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I had just started stand-up. And um, I have been only doing it for a couple years. And I was like... 22, did, did a few years. Somebody told me, Greg Giraldo, the late Greg oh. Giraldo, he gave me this lovely advice. And it was, I think, Greg and Colin were like, if you get nervous, you should just say the Colin most Quinn. truthful thing that comes to your mind. And the audience will respect that. Which is great advice if you're like a veteran comic and they, <laughs> sure. they want to hear more from you. Right. You know? Tell like, us more about you. It's not if you're actively like bombing and the crowd's already disgusted by you. They're not like, what makes her tick on the weekends? Like they, <laughs> they don't want to roll around in that brain of yours for a day. <laughs> they don't want more behind the scenes. Yeah. They want less. So I was waiting for a really long time to go on and, and then Tracy Morgan went on and he killed, like he killed where it was like, People didn't want him to leave the stage. When he walked off the stage, people were pulling on his clothing. It was like, <laughs> Jesus in Jerusalem. Yeah. They wanted a piece of him. Like, oh, everybody man. just wanted to touch part of his outfit when he left. <laughs> so then they were like, do you want to go up now? And nobody wanted to follow it. But I was the dummy that thought I could kill no, after Rachel. that. I know. So I went right up there. And I'm like, hi, I'm me. And they were just like, oh, you're disgusting. You stink. And then... And then I remembered their advice about like, just say the most honest thing that comes to your mind. So I was like, 
It's my 23rd birthday today. Like, how about another new fun fact about me? And it was already just crickets, like wild bombing. And this woman just stood up and she goes, 23 years of not being funny. (laughs) No! (laughs) And then she slowly high-fived her entire table. It was like a barrage of high fives and I remember one guy got up and he thought it was so funny that he had to do like a Chinese fire drill around his own table like he ran around the table and sat back again just that's how happy it made him and uh, <laughs> it was tough it was dense terrain and I had to do 10 minutes after that of did just, anybody console you after or anything like Tracy? no in my mind what was gonna happen was I was because I didn't understand how the business works so I was like <laughs> I was a nanny I was like I'm gonna get on stage tonight Tracy Morgan will see me and then he's gonna put me on SNL because I get a mansion the, in the sky then, yes right. <laughs> <laughs> where are the papers <laughs> And I was like, and Tracy, you'll put me right in the picture show. And I really thought that's how it works. So, uh, yeah, I got off and it was the kind of bombing where your depth perception is affected. Like I couldn't really, (laughs) I had trouble walking out of the club. Like, you know, when you catch, I had to like hold on to things and (laughs) I got right into a cab and started weeping and, uh, no one, no one put me, uh, on, uh, in the pictures. Tracy was just, he just tried not to make eye contact with me. Everybody was like actively disgusted. When you bomb like that. yeah. Yeah. After you bomb, no one makes eye contact. I had a set like that. I was performing at Central Park Summer Stage and, uh, I was coming right off doing Last Comic Standing, that reality show where it was paid audiences. And this, I think this is like 2007. Like I, I was very new, but I was used to killing because it was literally audiences for this reality show that got money and were told like, laugh now. So I got up. Central Park Summer Stage is in the middle of Central Park. It's outdoors. It's gorgeous. And it was a really great lineup. It was Ted Alexandro, Joe DeRosa, John Mulaney, Attell. And I was the skirt on the show. <laughs> Basically, they were like, what woman has a pulse and is will do the show? So um, I went up, ready to crush. I opened with a joke, like kind of about people being assaulted in the park and everyone just kind of like stared at me and was like blinking. And, uh, and I was like, okay, you didn't like that one? What about this one? And so I could have lied to myself and been like, the acoustics in the park were weird and you couldn't hear the laughs. You know, you like, <laughs> yeah. you tell I mean, comedians a secondary look for any story. Excuse. Yeah, you go like, you ask around like, hey, we're, did you feel like the laughs were getting kind of sucked back or something? <laughs> so true. Right. Like, and you, everyone was Swedish, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And you get your friends back and when they ask, you go, oh my God, yeah, like I did not hear <laughs> one laugh. And I could have told myself that except I could hear just my mom laughing. Oh. <laughs> like she was trying to be like, ha ha. Right, get everyone guys. involved <laughs> and i and i like could could hear it so much that i could find her in this crowd of it was between 3 and 5000 people kev you were you were there what do you remember about that show you you brought all of your friends people i like had met on the subway i was like i'm performing in central park and we, i just remember making everybody making eye contact like what everybody was frozen what they could what could they possibly do to get you out of this but it was a kind of thing and i've done this a couple times where I was like, I'll do this show and then we'll all go out. So like after you just ate such shit to have everyone at the bar, like just not looking at you. Like they just look at like, do you want a drink? And you're like, why aren't you looking at me? And they're like, was that as bad as I thought it was? And people are like, no, like their voice gets so high. No, you were so good. It was great though because Mulaney was awesome. Okay, well, whatever. (laughs) I said Mulaney was awesome. And then one other thing like that, I got cast in episode of 30 Rock. 
Do you know this? I got cast in 30 I Rock. I remember, yeah. Okay. This, this is, what is this, 15 years ago? 10, 15 years ago? Okay, and uh, and I shot it, and I was, like, nervous. Like, you're not, you know, if even if you're a good actor, just the first time you're on a set. Oh, my God, it, it's, it's the just, worst. It's the worst, and yeah. it's, like, they don't teach you in acting school. Like, you're going to just, it's really just hit this mark and say your line and make sure you're in your light. It's just all this technical stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's Tina Fey's show, and it runs like clockwork. You just don't want to annoy anyone. Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan, like clockwork. So I, so I, I shot the episode and I was just really feeling myself again, like everything, every false start, like every comic knows this. You're like, this is it. Like this is fucking it. And this appearance on 30 rock is just going to take me to the next Lev. And, uh, (laughs) so I had a viewing party. Okay. Did you ever have a, We've had, we've yeah. had, you have yeah. people over, oh, my thing's airing. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we had chips and soda and <laughs> some drinks, and then we were going to go to a club. So the episode airs, and, like, I was in probably, like, three or four scenes when we shot it, and when I, when I was actually on it, I, one line, okay, <sighs> one line. And then my friends, like, it would be fine, but my friends are sitting there, and it's like, you know, you're all kind of smiling at the TV, and then, like, waiting for, like... And then they're like, uh, is that, is that, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I guess that, that's it. And then we're still just eating chips and like, that you was kind of, humiliating. You kind of need comics there at that moment that will trash you. For me, I know that I feel better when people are like, ah, that stunk. It's better than people being like, that was fun at the end. Just, just I know I failed. I know I just really failed. Oh. Um, okay, Bridget, she's a superstar and has been just the the greatest live show I've ever seen in my life. Bridget, I have to say also, is the person that everybody, all the performers watch, because everybody's always like, ugh, nobody cares about the show. Like, they're, we're all just trying to hang at the bar or whatever. But when we'd be on the road, everybody would come in, and, like, staff and, like, vendors aren't right. doing their Everything jobs. Everything stops. Yeah, everyone's in the watch. back, because it makes you happy, and it puts you in a good mood. I went on tour oh. with Bridget um, <laughs> maybe five years ago, and... It was, I was just like, she's my favorite live performer. She's my friend. I want, I just want everyone to see her because she just, she changes your life. Like you just have a better life from watching Bridget, which I would say is the exact opposite of Keith Robinson. When you see, (laughs) now listen, when you see Keith Robinson, you've made a wrong turn. Let me say this. Is that fair to say? I'm going to say this. When you open up for your, for your show. When you open for my show? No, no, no. And you did 45 minutes when you were supposed to do five? Yeah, I needed, they needed, to, they needed to hear me. Oh my God. I, was, I wanted to kill you. They needed that. But you were saying like, oh, you got to see Bridget. Yeah. You got to see Bridget. Like, let's see Bridget. I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's see what she's got. Right. Amazing. Right? The greatest. She was absolutely amazing. So she was so amazing that on the tour, um, I was going up after her, and what I learned was that I can't do that. So <laughs> the crowd really lets you know, like, oh, hey, we did cu- we did buy a ticket and came here to see you, Amy, but what we learned was that we prefer Bridget. No, not true. And, so, and I was yeah. like, you're right. Like, you're right. So literally now when we go on the road, Bridget closes for me. Like I, Because <laughs> no one in the world can follow her. I've seen lineups where they try to put they, – because they'll be like, uh, boy, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl. And, you're, and then – and and any man, any woman, anybody that tries to follow Bridget just gets like very, very shut down. And she's super modest and humble and, and uncomfortable right now. But we're letting the people know who you are. Well, you know, cabaret is the new sort of uh, art form that is taking the world by storm. So yeah. please do subscribe. Definitely. <laughs> um, it's, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of uh, 
tits and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, music, so I have a lot of advantages. Right. And there is, gr- <laughs> there's beautiful gratuitous nudity in the show, but it's, yeah. but it's, you know, it's only because you feel like doing that. It, it would be just as good without, I mean, I would Tittage, miss it. The tittage is a bonus. Yeah, and it is a that's just a yeah, nod to my mom, bonus, really. But yeah. <laughs> there's Freddy so much more. Your voice, the hilarity, yeah. plus cans. Well, let me just say yeah. though that like being on stage is one thing. Like I feel like a rock star, and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But um, there has been plenty of times like when I go on a set where the blood drains to my feet and I can't feel my <laughs> face, and I literally do wet myself almost. I, today I wore black pants because I just get so nervous about everything all the time. So being on stage, like when I'm doing the cabaret stuff, it's just a chance for me to be in control. But literally, yeah. like of your bladder, of my bladder. Yeah, but for like the first 10 takes normally, like nobody will look me in the eye. It just really? takes me a while because I'm always so nervous. That has not been so my nervous. experience with you on, on, we've been on a couple sets together. Well, wreck because when you work with Amy, she is like, no matter who's directing or whatever, she always makes sure that you feel so comfortable and like gives you just sort of like a last boost of confidence. And that's all you really need. Yeah. You just yeah. need to know that somebody wants you there and welcomes you. And Amy always does that for everybody. So there's, thank you. There's so much pressure on a set, but you're Mickey in everybody's corner and you're like, you know, and like, and you're also the lead, you know, and every, I'm Mickey and I'm Rocky and I'm Adrian. What is that? Who's that? No. Did you just Why? hear about her? No. I think she just passed she away. She did just die. That's right. Yeah. She passed away. And then, and she was like, um, her and Margot Kidder. I know they're separate. They said but that still... she was like homeless or something. Oh, she was at the end of her life. You don't know about this, Kev? No. What about you? Philly, yes. the pride of Philly. I'm South Philly. You Kev, didn't hear Kev's about from this? Philly too. Kev's from South, South Philly. Philly too. Yeah. I have breaking news. Talia Shire is still alive. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Margot Kidder definitely You're had a rough about end. Margot Kidder. Margo, Who's that? Oh, it wasn't Superman. Adrian. Oh, it was Superman. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I thought Talia Shire, something ha- something's going on with out. Talia Shire. This we got to find out. Don't, don't edit this out. <laughs> I was wondering when you I, okay, got her on. Margot Kidder definitely had some struggles with mental illness. I looked over, and Kevin was, was glowing. Like, Kevin looked, <laughs> like, he looked look so really happy. happy. I was like, yeah. I've never seen Kevin look this happy. And it was because I was so wrong and off. And I and you were so my- gentle oh. in how you handled it too. This imaginary death. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I'm so comforted knowing that we're all going to die one day. Like I really am. Like when anything is bugging me, that's like not a big deal. Which really, if you think about it in the context of death, is everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like. I'm like, oh, like people said I did this thing. You know, the thing with Caroline's and that kid, you know, saying I like threw him off state. Like it was like a perfectly nice night and everyone had a good time and he was happy I was there. Everything. Just Google Amy Schumer. Yeah, Amy Schumer interrupts the the ruins young comedian's life. Meanwhile, if a guy had gone on stage and been like, hey, can I do 10 minutes? If it had been like Chappelle or somebody, they would have been like, greatest night of young comedian's life, you know, but it's a woman. (laughs) They're like, don't you know your place? Like go make us some potatoes Crazy bitch acts unpredictable. Hormonal wildebeest. Well, were you hormonal? <laughs> Probably. I'm always hormonal. I was ovulating. Should I have been introduced with that? Someone was just bleeding on anyway, that Anyway, whenever there's something yeah. like that, like where there's some lie or something, I'm like, what? That's not true. And then I'm like, oh, whatever. We're all going to die. It is a pleasing thought because I feel like I spend a lot of my day overanalyzing some dumb social interaction with someone I don't even yeah, care for in the first yeah. place. I don't want to die until I see Avengers 3. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's time for Bridget's Pound It or Pass. Do you want to pound it or do you want to pass? Pass. Do you want to pound it 
Or do you want to pass? Pound it. Pound it or pass. The hip-hop artist common. Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll take this. Um, uh, definitely pound it. More so early common. And okay. I would still do it now with like the with the big Oscar songs and the message songs. Sure. I prefer early common, but I'm I'm pounding it. I'm still pounding it. Okay, Rach. I'm gonna go pound it. I did this like TV show with him a long time ago called Hip Hop Squares, and it was like name like drop. it was. <laughs> oh boy, was that a name drop? It was. I know. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I did a canceled. Who show. else was on the show, Rachel? <laughs> Who were the other squares? He came over to my square. It was all. It was all. Comedy came to your square. He visited my square, and it was all comedians and and like different hip hop artists. And he has this way of talking to you where you definitely think you're the only woman he's ever met. Like you're the most powerful thing that's come across him. The Rihanna, you're the only girl. He just stops time when he's speaking with you, and he says your name a couple times, and it works. Works like a charm, Keith. Common, pounded or pass. Oh, Jesus. It doesn't make you gay, just like if you were, you know, like... Also, you even if it the... makes you gay, you might want to take the opportunity. No, pa- well, I did a show with a common... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> pass. You're passing, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say pound it, and also, I think, you know, I'm, um, I'm married now, and I, I kind of wondered, you were like, what kind of a married person am I going to be? Am I going to be like, I'm not, I will not be flirting with anyone more. But I, I got the answer to that when... Chris and I were just at an event and Common was there. And without even thinking, I turned to Chris and I went, I'm going to introduce you as my friend. <laughs> and then we went over to Common. He's just too too beautiful and, and amazing. So um, this has been Pounded or Passed. I think women, like, we're just as... You know, it, when it comes down to it, like, we're just like, hi. I mean, we're just as much garbage as guys are. Oh, my God. When that. I ride the train, I just look around and I think, like, what I could do to some of those Right. Men. Oh, yeah. Fully violating <laughs> people bad? in my mind. <laughs> I know when we walk around you the neighborhood, I- we'll go by the fire department, and Amy will just stand still and stare at these guys. <laughs> Like that's what I love about Amy. She has like, I'll, I'll I'm just garbage. Be like trying to play something coy, and she's so direct and so like, just like I'm like, damn. What? I, I go like three of you, like, three of you, us. What I'll you, do the math. What are you doing? Like, do you have a need I can address? And oh yeah. You, you were just like, I'm just daydreaming, just yeah. daydreaming. The firemen are like, why are you staring at me? I'm like, I'm just, just having my own thoughts over here. I mean, really creepy, and I could be brought up on some severe charges. We're like, we actually we did something wrong, and we should probably be arrested. They're like, that's not what we do in the fire. Yeah. Department. Like you, you need to bring right. Us do in. we confess yeah. to you if we did something wrong? Just... I'm here to report a crime. Well, women, yeah. they really like on a lot of the strip clubs. Women are really aggressive. That's because they like you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know Paris, I, you're a Pete. You're a dime. Pistol packing Pete. They call me. At no the, one's ever <laughs> called you that. That's Pete Maravich's nickname. From the Pete Maravich story, Pistol Pete. That's what they like, call me, Pistol Packing Pete. Okay, you are very confused. That must be because you literally have a pistol. <laughs> so what were you going to say about strippers? No, you, when I, you, the different, like, men go to strip clubs, they are more, you know, we got to lay it off. Don't touch the ladies too much. Okay. Women do whatever they want. They attack the men. I think it's so funny that... 
um, we were talking about this, Rachel said the other day, she was like, it's, um, gets, people are saying like, it's a scary time for men. <laughs> what a scary time it is for men. Right. Cause everyone's afraid of being accused, but you're like, Oh, is it a scary time for you? <laughs> Do you how about it's always been a scary time. They, for I women? saw like a fun loving magazine article. I don't know what it was, but they were like ways to not be brought up on sexual misconduct. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, don't actively harass anyone yeah. and pull your penis out. It could have been like an article about like things to do in Maui, but (laughs) (laughs) right, not to assault people. Top 10 ways not to go to prison. You don't need a wacky list. And now people who like people will listen to this because I'm on it and look for like holes and like look to write think pieces and why I should be taken down. Um, And I just want to say, what's up guys? It's AIM. (laughs) Holler. Thank you so much for your work. Um, But you're like, well, what about what you just said about the firehouse? And that's true. I do stand outside and drool. (laughs) But, you know, if a guy looks at you and and flirts back, you know, that it's fine. If a guy like if somebody looks uncomfortable, you, hey, take that social signal and you move right on. Okay. Yeah. Which is, I think, a good thing that people are learning right now. Just like that, you know. And, and Keith, I'm glad you're listening to this. Um, in terms of <laughs> like sort of coercion and that that's come up, you know, people are like, I have some thoughts. About, oh God, nobody wants oh, to hear no. your thoughts on this. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> can I chime in? Can I chime in? But I just want to say, with with what's going on right now and like some of the accusations, um, it's like uh, it's. I think it's a good thing because it's changing the things that were acceptable to the generation before us. We're like, oh, my God, what? And then for us, this new generation is like, hey, that's not okay either. I'm, I'm proud of these, these young bucks. Yeah, I've, I've evolved. What, Keith, I mean, no, you have what? not. <laughs> this is a segment called Why Keith is a Bad Person. Why is Keith a bad person? Oh, what you gonna do this time? You do like to talk about how many pumps before you can get a woman to orgasm. And um, I think oh, yeah. that you well, said it was 700. Is that? Is no. that that's a lot of time. So I don't know anybody that's before she says we're done, which is, doesn't mean she's had an orgasm. She says I called no, you an Uber. I start out with the promise of 250 pumps. Oh my god! And I have a a pump meter. So she's striking. Can you put romantic music over this, please? Just like a beautiful soft piano music. Yes, just hear the Shakespeare of our time. No, I've, like I said, I've changed. I've changed in a lot of my ways. We go to nice restaurants now. What? Like what? What? Like what? Yeah. Uh, this is what we've learned about Keith over the years is that if you ask him even one follow up question, he gets completely <laughs> disoriented and you realize he was full blown lying. No. He repeats the question like he's confused. What? Like, what, what, what restaurant? I'm sorry, did you say what, what restaurant? What do you mean, restaurant? <laughs> no, um, I go to all sorts of restaurants. I uh-huh. go to nice restaurants. I go to five star only. Okay. That's it. Wow. Five okay, star red lobster. <laughs> right. Here we go. I take her to, let's see. Mm. He literally can't think of no, one no. I know. That's, he, that's no. my favorite thing about Keith. <laughs> what? I take her to Raul's. Ooh. What? That's not even a thing. You're just like naming one of your cousins. <laughs> no, bro. <Raul. laughs> Kevin Raul's. Is that a restaurant? Yes. Where is it? Oh, they have... Quinoa. Mm, very high end. Very do you sit nice. next to her or do you sit across from her? 
I sat across from her looking what, at her. What, the next two is the move. The After cuddling look, and the... I, I like next two. Isn't that no, such no, a no, I, I love next two. Yeah. I want to, you know, make a contact. See what I say. Wow. I got to see what a woman's eyes say first. And if it says what I think it says. They say help. I what, see. Are you, what, what are you talking about? See, you try to fact check me <laughs> and you find out that I do what I do. Okay, so <laughs> here's you doing what you do. One time we were at the cellar and... Um, I was like, and when we say the cellar, we mean the comedy cellar on McDougal. Mm-hmm. It's our home club that we, uh, Joe's pub is, is Bridget's home club, but she comes to the cellar a bunch. So we were at the cellar and we're sitting at the back table where all the comedians sit. And, uh, and Keith was like, there's no more great art. There's no more fine <laughs> artists. Yeah, yeah. And Rachel and I were like, what? Where's the artist? So I go, Keith, if you can name even one artist, I'll walk around the cellar with no pants on. <laughs> Okay. One, by the way, throughout history. History. Anybody. Living Picasso. Picasso. Anybody. Picasso a dolly. <laughs> like the, I did. I did. Dead. No, do not reinvent. Do not reinvent history here. It's not on tape. You don't have it on tape. See, you don't, this is tweet about and, it. And so we actually not, don't know that that happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fake anyway, news. By the way, an here. artist is not a velvet Corvette that's up in your apartment. <laughs> that's not... Fine art. It is not a poster of the movie Showgirls. Yes. It is not your waterbed. That doesn't count as art. Keith absolutely could not name one artist. It was fascinating. He made these those same turtles all named after art. I know that. Oh my god. That's where I get my information from. It's so fun asking Keith a follow-up question. The truth is coming out about Keith. No, it feels funny. right. Also, so we used to box together. Keith and Rachel and I would go to a gym in a Soho or NoHo. Is that one where all the models and stuff go to? Is it all about? What do you mean? Yeah. Where, where they go to? Like we're the models. Yeah, we're yes. okay. <laughs> the eye we're, candy. Yeah, we, exactly. We go there a lot. You're, you're right. <laughs> one time, our um, boxing teacher Steve, Steve Frank, who was an Olympian. And so it was a day I wasn't there, but Raul, Steve's brother, was there. And what happened? You, he was, you guys were doing a drill, and you didn't know he was looking at you. Just to give you an example of like the gym and and and, and the kind of behavior, I brought my brothers in, you know, and it was their first time boxing. And Keith was just trashing them the entire time. He was just like, <laughs> my brother's a social <laughs> Keith's worker. Keith's spirited. <laughs> he kept being like, lean on me, dummy, we don't need your help. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, who he even serves. Back off the longest yard. <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, get over here, you white dummy. <laughs> they actually had the best time of their lives. My brother left and I'm like, what'd you think of Keith's verbal abuse? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I actually kind of like being called a white dummy. I thought, <laughs> it was more fun than I expected yeah um but yeah so one day we came in and Keith we were doing like lunges off the side of the boxing ring and Keith was pretending to kind of like jerk off and in like the throw air coming and to right? throw you know yeah. and then I sort of caught it like it was like the best news all day like and, so and you're like, like lapping start, it up right? yeah <laughs> pretending to lap it up and yes and like this imaginary basket and he just kept doing like hand pretending jerking to, like, throw rope hurl come and, and I'd be like Hatch, like thanks babe you know <laughs> like and, it was uh, the best day of her life like thanks for the layup <laughs> the come I've been expecting <laughs> and uh his brother had come he was such a lovely man he came in a suit to just kind of observe quietly 
quietly, very like, shy. What's my brother doing with his time training yeah. these people? Yeah. I just remember at that moment him just looking like so shook up. Like you could tell he was going to go home and like hug his children like, a little tighter. He was disturbed seeing you guys. Seen that day. Yeah. Mime <laughs> throwing cum at Rachel and her lapping it up like a dog. <laughs> Who do you guys think it was the the LVP, the least valuable person? I, I mean, I think we all know my my vote is Keith, obviously. What? Um, but I, I had no, some I, good ones. Not really. I don't. Not really. I oh mean, wait, I want to say our. So like one of our favorite games to play is uh, making it sound like we had a really good set, and then <laughs> and then somebody says that they were there. Like here, um, like uh, let's let's do it to Keith. All right, oh go man, ahead. I, look, I don't know if y'all was there at the Village Underground. Standing up, everybody was. I mean, I got autographs and all that. They, you were the best. It's it great. You no, know, Keith, we were, we were there. We were there. We were in. We were. What, yeah, it didn't go well. What for show? You. No, the the only show that went on there last night. We yeah. saw you. Oh we no, no, no! I'm, this was last week. Oh, was oh, last okay. Week. oh, okay. <laughs> I, <don't either. laughs> I love that. Last. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Bridget was at the show I, last week. I never <laughs> miss. I never miss a cute show. I think we should do that every episode and not announce it, but just kind of work it in, you know. <laughs> but you guys, I wish you'd seen me at the cellar last night because I went on and like I it was just fire. Like I was killing in a way where I thought, wow, I really should do this like there's a reason I'm in this business you know no I, I was actually there I was at that show and it, a, lot oh, well, of peop- a lot of people walked yeah, out yeah they were mostly from out of town so that wasn't really a good example of me on stage they were a lot of were barked in they didn't it was early it was an early show so I don't know okay and we really wanted to I just touched my dog's vagina by accident so that's something I have to deal with we wanted to apologize to Jason Schwartzman for killing his mom that woman's his mom (laughs) Jason I'm so sorry I love your work and I'm sorry I said that your mom was dead she's not you delicately handled her imaginary death wow and also very interesting that that's his mom wow okay they're all part of that couple of world right Wow, you guys are fancy. We're going to have our best moments, and then we're going to have moments as I was bombing uh, just recently yes. on the road in a casino recently where this woman, I was talking about something, and this woman goes, you're on thick ice. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, slow down, slow down. You're on thick ice. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we're going to go into something confidently. Your audience really comes out. Find like- out that we're on thick ice. A misused <laughs> phrase like that just feels good. And the thing is, it was it. She was right, and I obeyed her. I was like, okay, like it was perfectly terrifying. Even though I knew what she, I didn't like. She didn't say it right. I knew what she was aiming for, and um, she made the merch. You're all thick ass. <laughs> That's enough. That is enough. <laughs> Did you know that if you listen to Three Girls, One Keith on Spotify free and premium, you get the extra special, extra hilarious extended cut of all our episodes. So next time you have a burning desire for Three Girls, One Keith, head over to Spotify free or premium for the extra special version. Just a quick heads up that all future seasons of Three Girls, One Keith will be available only on Spotify free and premium. So might as well hit pause, head over to Spotify and follow Three Girls, One Keith. Hey, 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 three girls, one Keith.
Three Girls, One Keith is a Spotify original podcast. Our executive producers are me, Amy Schumer, and Kevin Kane. Our executive producers at Spotify are Natalie Tulla and Robin Hopkins, along with the team at Gilded Audio Design. Andrew Chug, Whitney Donaldson, and Dan Rosato. Oh, Nothing makes damn. me happier than that. Yeah.